0: Hello and welcome back to another Mediascope Brief. My name is Tachi, I talk all about media tech and pop culture news, and now I want to talk about VR and Facebook's VR. So one thing is for sure, that VR is still growing, there's a, there's a lot of interest in VR, and the rules are still being established. But despite that, this is a really easy rule, don't use human disasters as a way to show off the features of your VR product. Yeah. So, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and head of social VR Rachel Rubin decided to show off one of the quote, really neat features of Facebook Spaces, which is their social virtual reality platform. And what they did is they used a 360 degree video shot by NPR of storm ravaged Puerto Rico as a backdrop for their VR hangout. Who does that? This is according to Select All, and the results were as disastrous as somebody slamming their elbows onto a piano, or put your hands into an open grand piano and slam the top down. That's what the results were like. So, while cars inched by on flooded bridges and men huddled uh, drinking bottled water, Zuckerberg and Ruben, as virtual reality icons basically floated eerily in front of them smiling untouched by the misery surrounding them and at one point zuckerberg uh said in in an enthusiastic tone that he's adopted since getting media training because you know he was really like mm, monotone monotone before he said one of the things that's really magical about virtual reality is that you can get the feeling you're really in a place now I don't know about anybody else, but I don't know who wants to be in a storm ravaged place and not just in a storm ravaged place, but where there are images of, of suffering and that where there's suffering actually going on. Doesn't make any sense. So much of Puerto Rico, of course, remains without running water or electricity and dozens and probably more like hundreds of people are dead. Um, Zuckerberg's video begins with a shot of him and Ruben sitting on top of a sunny rooftop on Facebook's campus. And of course, probably they have lots of electricity and running water and the high speed Internet to make this happen. And then they uh, travel to Puerto Rico magically. So he has a history of. Uh, using new Facebook products and his own celebrity to boost the signal for fledgling products with new products. So he forced his obviously uncomfortable co-workers into his office for a Facebook Live chat back in 2016, as you remember, and later did a one-on-one on on Facebook Live uh, where... He looked uncomfortable as well, but you know, he's had some media training, but that training didn't do a damn bit of good here. Look, I don't think it makes any sense to do that with not just this, but with any disaster. It shows that you're out of touch with the very people that you're trying to get social with. It doesn't make any sense. Have you not been reading the Facebook feeds? In terms of what people are trying to do for Puerto Rico, do you know that there are a lot of Puerto Ricans that use Facebook? I think that this was this missed the mark <sighs> and this was not good. They are in their you know obviously doing some admirable charity work in Puerto Rico and uh, the video is viewed in a generous light, just in very poor taste. Yeah, so what do you guys think about that? Should he have done that? Can't you just be satisfied with... Here's the thing. You're trying to do some great things. You're doing some work in Puerto Rico to assist. That's great. Can't that be it? Do you have to also take the opportunity to show off what Facebook is doing? That's not what this is about. And that's, I think beyond the tastelessness of the video, where this problem lies. They could have done, they could have tested out this VR in any other venue, but they had to do it with Puerto Rico. Okay, well, anyway, we'll see what will happen with this, but drop a line and let me know what you think about this. I'm particularly looking to hear from Puerto Ricans in terms of what they feel about this and anybody else who wants to drop a line. I hope you're well. I will be back shortly. Cheers. and more on social media in this next Mediascope brief, Snapchat basically doesn't want you to close their app ever. So for all its insistence on being a camera company, in quote, they've gotten really good at building features that keep users engaged, even though those features, even if those features don't actively involve photography. This summer, brought the Snap Map, a well-engineered time suck that lets you peer into the lives of other Snapchatters around the world. Bitmoji made their way into the world of AR. And of course, the dancing hot dog was seen around the world. So today, The camera company, or whatever they are calling themselves these days, is rolling out a new feature that seems engineered in a similar vein. That's the keep people using the platform for as long as possible vein, according to Select All. They're called Context Cards, and Snapchat is integrating other platforms, including OpenTable, TripAdvisor, Foursquare, Michelin, Goop, Uber, and Lyft to provide users with everything from restaurant reviews to rides without ever needing to leave Snapchat. Sound familiar? Doesn't Facebook do that? Well, Facebook started the copying first, so it's okay. So, for example, a friend sends you a snap of some really good-looking soup dumplings and includes the really good soup dumpling restaurant geotag. The snap, assumingly really good soup dumpling restaurant, has a context card, okay, We'll say more at the bottom in capital letters. You can swipe up to see things like restaurant hours, reviews, telephone numbers, and possibly what somebody like um, a celebrity thinks about the joint. So Gwyneth Paltrow might be one, right? Because <laughs> for example, um, so if you decide that you can't wait, call up an Uber or a lift to deliver you right there, or use Rusty or Open Table to book a reservation for later in the week. And you don't have to minimize the app. You don't have to text your friend saying, hey, tell me about those dumplings. You don't have to Google it. All you have to do is get all your information from Snapchat. More time for you on the app. So, context cards are a new thing on Snapchat. You get all the information without ever having to leave the app. We're getting dangerously lazy, folks. Okay, I'll be back soon. Cheers. back, everyone. Rest well, AIM. Who is AIM? Why, AOL Instant Messenger, that is. It's actually going to be killed off on December 15th. So even if you haven't thought about AIM in years, you may want to log in one last time, because it's going to be shut down, as I said, december 15th of this year aim was actually one of the last parts of aol to survive the early internet uh, back when aol was a walled garden of keyword sites chat rooms and homework helpers that charge users by the hour remember that that's why you didn't get on that often because it's like Ooh, i'm gonna get charged <laughs> and it was dial up 14k bps Anyway, as AOL slowly imploded on itself, unable to keep up with the variety of the web and the decline of dial-up, AIM, which was launched in 1997 as a standalone app, made it out of the wreckage alive by recreating the experience of the IMing directly within AOL without the need for an AOL account. So it was as popular as a standalone chat app, surviving well into the before gchat and social networks like friendster myspace twitter and of course facebook uh you could leave song lyrics or um messages and every type of thing that you could in in the 90s and it seems clear that as the verizon aol yahoo oath merger continues more and more of these legacy services are simply just going to shut down so back up your Flickr sooner rather than later so i haven't used AIM in forever. And yes, I do still have an AOL email address. Don't laugh, but I've had it since 97. I'm not getting rid of it. But as Slack and others have started to dominate the white-collar professional life, it's easy for people to forget that AIM was where you learned the rhythms of communicating quickly and purely through text. Anyway, rest peacefully, AIM, and get your last little comments in because it's shutting down December 15th. Cheers. Okay, okay, time for some Caller You Say What, the segment where I take listener call-ins and respond accordingly, which you know I love. The first one is from Tese, and I have to publicly apologize. It took me a couple of days to get to it, so the segment is no longer up on her station. But I really wanted to talk about this because you know that I'm unapologetically Nigerian. Let's listen to Tese. Hey Tachi, I hope you're doing well and having a wonderful and amazing day. I just wanted to let you know that I'm doing a Niger Rock segment on Nigerian snacks love. I hope you're doing super well and I wanted to let you know about this because it's actually pretty freaking exciting. I talked about, so far I've talked about um,
1: Suya and Kilishi and Chin Chin. If there's anything else you want to talk about or add to the conversation, I would highly
0: appreciate it. And I hope you have a wonderful day. I will talk to you soon. Ciao for now. Tesse again, my apologies for not getting to this sooner, but I'm here now and that's all that matters and I am totally a stand for Nigerian snacks. A lot of people, unless you live in an area where there are a community of Nigerians, may not understand or know what Nigerian food is and is about. Well, I, I let me just tell you, it's delicious. All you need is a bowl of jollof rice and everything else goes away. So let's talk about Nigerian snacks. Tese mentioned chinchin, chin, which is one of my favorites. Chinchin chin is actually a fried, if you would call it like a uh, a cookie in a, in a sense. So it's flour, butter, uh, sugar, eggs, nutmeg, baking powder, and some people cut it into small pieces and fry. My mother Actually, used to do a diamond shape and fold the inside so it formed kind of like a bow. To this day, I don't know anybody else who does that. Most people do the small way, but she does it specially, and it's really delicious. And it's fried. It's not something that you bake. In fact, I tried. We tried to bake it one time. It's not the same. It's got to be fried. Really good snack. Also, you. May- I don't know the other one that you mentioned. Remember, I'm. I'm unapologetically Nigerian, but I'm a. I give you small bits of Nigeria, child, because some foods that people talk about, we're like, our mother never made that. So, so I don't know the one you were talking about. I do, however, know suya. People, if you can ever get your hands on some suya, get it. Suya is actually from Northern Nigeria, and the house of people specialized in this. It's meat, meat, a beef with a combination. You can do it with chicken, but it just works so much better with beef. And guys, I'm not a red meat eater, but I will chow down on some suya for real. So all you do is well, not all you do, but it is uh, beef, and it's got a combination of these wonderful spices. And one of the things that binds everything together is ground peanuts yes so there's peanuts plus all these spices and you grill this meat it is such a wonderful snack you can get it on the street you can get it in restaurants as an appetizer but suya is everything and the house of people are specializers S- specializers they specialize in suya so there was one that you did not hear her talk about that i especially love i have a sweet tooth so i tend to like i like sweet I like salty too but I like sweet snacks so this is called puff puff every culture has a version of some kind of dumpling or something that they do. This is very similar, if you are uh, Caribbean and you know about festival, Uh, it's like a fried dough. This is very similar to festival. It is a dough, which is slightly sweet, just ever so slightly, that is fried and you roll it into a ball and it's fried. And it's not light and fluffy, it's dense. It's supposed to be dense, really good. The outside has this nice crispiness to it because of being fried and it's nice and dense, yet fluffy on the inside. One of my favorites. Again, Chin Chin and Puff Puff take some time to prepare. In fact, Nigerian food in general takes time to prepare. So it's not something I have all the time. But I had some Puff Puff a few weeks ago when I went to upstate New York. Somebody Nigerian made it for me. Mm, I forgot how much I love it. So I'm here as a stand for Nigerian snacks. Tese, thank you for your call in. And we have to have some more Niger Rocks. Okay,
1: cheers. Hey, Tachi. I'm not sure if you guys, if you and Kevin, have checked out a show called Clever Man, which is an Australian TV series that I am personally proud as punch about. <laughs> Just, I don't know, something, I think it's really high quality, um, high concept, but really also really gripping about this kind of... Um, yeah, oh, like very dark vision of the future, but it's still like with the science fiction it makes it more palatable, I think. Um so yeah, it's called Clever Man and there's two seasons now available on Netflix in the in the US now as well. So it's pretty exciting. I'm really hoping to hear from people what they think. I, I reckon it has the potential to really take off. Uh, Yeah, so I was wondering if you have checked it out. Hulu, my
0: dear, thank you so much for calling in. It is a pleasure to hear your voice. It's been a little while, so I'm so glad to hear your voice. And you know that Kevin, my wonderful co-host of the TV Channeling Podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Podbean, and tvchanneling.com, shameless plug, and I really love when people call in with show suggestions. In fact, we encourage it. And no, I have never seen nor heard of Clever Man and it's on Netflix. Oh, I'm down. And especially since you made the recommendation, I will actually take a look at it. Season There's two seasons up. All right. I'm going to have to take a look at it and get back to you with my thoughts. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Cheers, sis.
2: Tachi about Zuckerberg and the Puerto Rico thing. First of all, I've watched him on a number of videos over the years. He's always extremely uncomfortable on camera. Um, he's always, he always looks evasive. Always. And he seems to have poor decision-making when it comes to being sensitive to other people. I'm wondering, if we're misreading him... I think it's entirely possible that he has Asperger's syndrome or something like that. And he simply doesn't have the skill to do what it would be a normal thing to do in, under those circumstances. And he doesn't have anyone around him who feels free to tell him what to do. That's my opinion.
0: Oh, Ray Ray. Thank you so much for calling into the station. I love hearing your voice. Such a pleasure to hear from you. You know, that's not something that I ever considered. It is entirely possible that he might have something like Asperger's syndrome and that nobody around feels comfortable telling him what to do or just say yes to whatever. That's entirely possible. And it's entirely possible that he just simply does not have the social skills or or the media skills to... (laughs) To uh, to convey what he means uh, in the media, and so but uh, here's my thing. While that all may be the case, some damn body ought to have said something to the effect of, "Yeah, I don't think this is entirely cool for us to be doing a live stream—not a live stream, excuse me—doing a a VR a Facebook VR from storm ravaged." Puerto Rico. Somebody might take this the wrong way. Uh, I, you know, I really don't give a damn who he is or what he owns. Decency is decency. So, despite whatever, yeah, we may be misreading him. There could be something else that's at play. I really don't give two damns. So when it comes to this. Somebody needs to say something. Um, I would not feel good if that was where where I lived or it it just seems again like people taking advantage of the fact of oh look i gave and because i gave and because we're trying to coordinate efforts with the red cross it's okay for me to be exploited it's not okay so while i do see your point we could be misreading him i also don't give him a pass for this because hmm, there are enough people around him i don't yeah, you're right. They may not feel comfortable saying something, but somebody needs to say something because is the onslaught and the fallout better than somebody privately pulling you aside and saying, hey, this is not cool. You So you like the bad publicity better. Yeah, I I, I think I'm not going to give him a pass on this one. Somebody, even if he didn't have the aptitude to know this was not cool, somebody around should have said something because it's just bad PR and bad for business. But nonetheless, I, I appreciate your sympathy for him. Thanks so much, Ray Ray. I'll talk to you later. Cheers. okay so it's officially wednesday here on the east coast of the u.s it's 1 a.m which means it's wednesday i just said that but it's wednesday and i'm excited because wednesdays are the day that i do mediascope if you haven't figured that out already every week i come on and talk about this so i do these brief mediascopes usually on a daily basis to let you know what's going on in media tech and pop culture but Wednesday evenings, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Busker, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Periscope and Facebook Live. I get on and do a live stream for a full hour on Periscope and Facebook Live and half an hour on Busker. And we talk the best in media tech and pop culture it's a media party you definitely want to be there you don't want to miss this party i mean a party on a wednesday a party on a hump day it's so awesome you've got to join us so we talk everything and you know the big thing that we're going to talk tomorrow Mm Hmm. Harvey Weinstein and the whole debacle with that and Hollywood and misogyny in the industry. So that's the big story we're going to talk about, in addition to a lot of other things. There's a lot going on in the world of social media, some things going on in the world of television, film, entertainment. Uh, a lot going on in tech. So we'll cover all of that and more tomorrow on Mediascope. Once again, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Busker, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Periscope and Facebook Live. I love you guys for listening and I hope to see you tomorrow. Cheers.